You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Very serious. The Mandatory Samson Podcast coming to you live on Daily Motion right now from Stand Up New York Labs, our 20th episode. We are all wearing suits and ties and we're feeling it. My name is Chris Flannery. I'm joined by Joseph Noe, who looks dapper in his red shirt, and Andrew Genelosa, who looks like an absolute gentleman over there. Incredible. We're also joined by our producer, Joe Herreri, who is on the microphone. And I guess he's not going to reach for it as I as I hey. throw it to. <laughs> well, no one else said anything. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, I was okay. throwing it to you first. Then we will get back to the table. <laughs> Hi, gentlemen. Hello, everyone out there. Welcome to the program. Hi, guys. Uh, are you guys excited? Can you believe that this is our twentieth episode of the Mandatory Samson Podcast? No, because it seems like it's been kind of a short run so far, albeit a very fun one so far. It definitely does, right? I feel like we just started. Yeah, but this is great, dude. Twentieth episode. We're all looking very nice, and uh, we got the live stream on so people can watch with us. It's great. Yeah, things are going great. Joey, thoughts? Super psyched. I just. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. You, you are very excited. Why don't you do your classic little hand gesture that you do? No, uh, I'm going to save it. Okay, Joey's going to save it. Joey has like this uh, like excited gesture that he does when like real energy just flows through him. Really? So, yeah, so yeah, we'll see yeah. what happens oh, later. I've yet to see it. All right, um, right all right, so as we mentioned, we're live on Daily Motion. Um, if you guys are hearing this on SoundCloud, you missed the live stream. But every Thursday at 4 o'clock, we live stream, and I tweet the link out. So if you go to my Twitter, at Mansamp, you can uh, check it out and watch live and comment and do whatever you want again we'll always be on soundcloud like normal itunes and all that stuff so feel free to listen wherever you want um i'm very excited i think this is going to be a really good episode we got a lot of good stuff to get into we have a chesterfield cigarette ad they got to touch me they have a new technology that they're very proud of oh my God. and they wanted us to essentially premiere it on this show so oh, it's huge that's yeah it's a really big deal okay so we'll get to that in a minute cool uh we have some clips that we're going to listen to some serious stuff some like fluffier gossip type of stuff and at the end of the episode i'd like to get into uh ronda rousey versus kat zingano this weekend at ufc 184 it's going to be a women's bantamweight title for the ages oh nice uh so that should be a good one off the top we got an email that i found particularly interesting and i'd like to share it we got an email from thomas i'm not gonna say his last name but what up thomas he's a big fan of the show and he sent us an email he says that he's been a samsonite slash Noeite yes since the beginning of the show uh which is great he thinks we're hilarious which i really appreciate thank you he also (laughs) has an interesting idea for us and i want to bounce it off you guys and joe you can decide whether you want to get involved in this if we end up doing it so the last couple of weeks we've been talking about this uh hundred boners guy Mm -hmm. yeah it's a sad story it's a sad story uh thomas's idea is that we all participate in a boner log to see how long it would take for all of us to get to 100 boners. Okay. You guys got any thoughts on that? Any interest? Here's the thing, man. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like in the moment, it could be hard to keep track of. Right. Or to remember after. Like sure. If you're, you know what I mean? Like, you, of course. You can't be like hold, like, hold on, let me just get my notepad out and log this boner. Like, that, <laughs> like, right. you're, like you're wasting time at that point. Uh, yeah, so, so here like, but I, I am into the idea, and I, I am very interested to see how long it would take to to run through that number. Right. You know? 
Joey? Is there anything we can put on it to say if I last On your boner? Yeah, you put a condom on or you put some kind of like... I meant on the log. Maybe whoever <laughs> logs the longest. Oh, who who goes the like... Well, we all know that I have the longest log. <laughs> 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 um, well, what... Oh, so you're, so you're suggesting some kind of bet. Yes. A wager of some a wager. sort. What, could, what, what would that be? Hmm... A gentleman's bet? That's usually no. just a default to. A gentleman's bet, we usually say a dollar. That's a gentleman's bet. Um, but Well, a gentleman's bet is for no money, though. I know, but we. Yeah, I but like to use the phrase yeah, gentleman's sure, bet. Sure. So. I, I think you guys should do whoever loses, like whoever comes in last place has to do the show in their underwear. Uh, last place being whoever runs out of boners first. Yes. Whoever. Well, it's going to be Joey. Joey's going to have to do the show in his underwear again. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. We were just talking about an episode of Backyard Buddies, which was the first podcast me and Joey did together before uh, we met Andy or Joe. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joey lost a bet. I forget what the bet was. It was hockey related or something. And Joey stupid. did the entire episode in his underwear. Yeah, it was gross, but, you know, it, it's what happens. Yeah, it's my issue. I just happen to make stupid bets all the time. <laughs> That's right. All right. So we and can... he's the one who suggested the bet, by <laughs> well, the yeah, way. Always. He always so suggests the bet. It's, put that it's insane. But can we also say that yeah. Joey's been working out a lot lately and he is excited about looking better. So maybe that was just like his end game from the beginning. Oh, this is all just like I'm going to get in my underwear on this show. <laughs> I mean, I'm comfortable with it. Dude, I'm fine with it. But uh, all right. So is that is that it? Yeah. I mean, are we all in agreement? We're going to try to do this starting, mon- I guess, Monday or Sunday. We'll start logging all of our boners. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I would lose get, track that way too quickly. Yeah, I feel like I'm gonna lose track too, but that's fine because Joe's just gonna have like, to do the show. What about like sleeping boners that you don't even know about? Okay, that's, well, that's, that's what you're like, gonna do. Your girlfriends are gonna have to like start taking account for you. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they're mean, not gonna want to do that. No. All right. Let's let's. All right. So we're throwing it out there, Thomas. Thank you so much for your email. Yeah, I think it's a you, great Tom. suggestion. We'll talk about it off air, and we'll we'll let you guys know whether we've started doing this next week or we're just gonna forget about it. Right. Okay. And the and I guess the one the just the one thing to get out of the way. So morning boners, do we count them or yes, not? They, no, yes. they, they have to count. Erections right? have to count. That, yeah. Because that guy... Then think about that. Joe brought up sleep boners, which I'm pretty sure you're hard the entire night. <laughs> I think. I mean, I don't know. I haven't been awake. But like, it seems like if you wake up like that, you're like, oh, that's probably been the situation for most of the evening, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting one. I mean, I'm sure it's every couple, every hour or so you probably get one. Yeah. Well, I depends what you're thinking about. I, we could probably look this up very quickly. Yeah. If uh, you're a doctor out there, please get in touch with us. <laughs> How long do nightly or do night erections last? Yes. All right. So do look it up. All right. Great. Uh, all right. So great. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll discuss that and uh, we'll let you guys know what we all decide. All the Samsonites and Noeites. Yeah. What about my? Well, yeah, I, I don't know. to say. Why doesn't Andy have it? Andy does the the, gen- the gentle men. Right? <laughs> no. All right, we'll have to think about it. Why don't you the guys g- comment on the SoundCloud? Gentiles. Or tweet us. Let us know. Either. No, well, th- well, that's true. He's a super waspy. I'm not super waspy. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> waspy. <laughs> I live in Fairfield, Connecticut, and I'm dressed like this. But okay. I said you're dressed like you're going fox hunting. It is. Ooh. It's a very like, you Pennsylvania fo- like, fox catcher. You that's look terrific. But, but the guy that's in charge of the hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. The hunt uh, master. All right. So you guys let us know. Andy needs a nickname for his fans. Yeah, please. Uh, so we'll figure it out. I don't know if there are any. I seem to get a no, lot of there's, hate. There's <laughs> but hopefully there's a couple of you out okay. there. Uh, all right. So good start to the show. We have to get to this ad real quick because mm-hmm. it's super important. And so here we go. This is a word from our sponsors, Chesterfield Cigarettes. Listen. Listen to an electronic miracle. This electronic miracle, Accuray, means that everything from auto tires to apple pie 
battleship steel to baby food, butter to cigarettes, can be made better and safer for you. Now meet Mr. Bert Choate, brilliant young president of industrial nucleonics. Well, Bert, exactly what is Accuray? Well, George, it is a device by which a stream of electrons passes through and analyzes the product while it is actually being made. They transmit what they see to this electronic brain, which adjusts the production machinery for errors down to millions of an inch. One more question, one that so many people ask me. How does Accuray make Chesterfield a better cigarette than was ever possible before? Every cigarette made with Accuray control contains a more precise measure of perfectly packed tobaccos. So Chesterfield smokes smoother, without hot spots or a hard draw. And that's why Chesterfield tastes so much better. I guess that's why you smoke them yourself, Bert. You see, I know what Accuray can do. Well, there's your answer. If you want tomorrow's better cigarette today, next time, stop. Remember. Only Chesterfield is made the modern way with Accuray. Best for you. All right. That's I mean, awesome. that. let me just say, it's a, thank you, Chesterfield, for all your support. I love the fact that they're incorporating science into the product mm-hmm. yep. with the new Accurate technology. It's It provides for the perfect blend of tobaccos for a, a smoother smoke, and I think that's really what everybody's looking for, and I think it's crucial. Joey, yes. you, you... It's fantastic. I definitely want tomorrow's cigarette today. Yeah, a- a- absolutely. Chesterfield Can't cigarette. argue with that. Tomorrow's cigarette today. So yeah. thank you, Chesterfield. All right, that's a great ad. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, guys. So listen, real quick off the top, I just wanted to, to throw out this topic. It's always something we talk about. I figure for the 20th episode, we might as well keep it going. Mm-hmm. It's a quick climate change thing. It's very quick. I know Andy's about to roll his eyes. I know. But. I did, I was not. <laughs> Honestly, was not. Um, this The headline that I wrote is prominent climate deniers work was almost entirely funded by the energy industry. Wow. Uh, this guy, Willie Soon, who's a researcher at the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics, received uh, $1.25 million over the last 14 years from ExxonMobil, Southern Company, API, and a Koch Brothers Foundation. Oh, the Koch Brothers. Uh, the Koch we love Brothers. them on this show. Jesus, sweet God, they're the worst. Uh, so anyway, so they basically, he promised to say that climate change was not related to greenhouse gases. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that it was it's the sun that the sun is just getting hotter oh. and is making things hot which is crazy but then you obviously contrast it with the fact that the guy got paid almost a million and a half dollars to do this so. mm. kind of mm. throws into question this guy's always quoted by people in congress republicans that are yeah. against you know climate change um legislation whatever against. yeah well ridiculous but so anyway so Keep that in mind. A lot of people, and this happened with BP too, with the oil spill. That BP went and found researchers at universities and paid them yeah. to come yeah. out and be like, "Yeah, things are fine. The ocean's not destroyed. There's oh, going to yeah. be fish and whatever." So I just wanted to throw it out there. We don't have to get too crazy into it, but that's uh, that's the story. Now, oh, r- real quick, Andy. Actually, I, I forgot to yeah. ask you. Do you have a song for the end of this episode? Um, but you know, I did. But I do. I re- we were listening to the band uh, My Morning Jacket. That's their name, that's which correct. I had never heard of. And I again, I think it's weird because I loving music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. But uh, let's do that song. Okay. Yeah. yeah great. Nice. That's what I wanted to go. Okay. With. Great. Okay, perfect. Yeah. We're gonna end the episode with uh, one of my favorite bands, My Morning Jacket. Uh, their song Run Through. Yeah. Live at Oconicos, which is a, a 
great DVD and a great album, and I, I think it's like really representative of how cool the band is. So we'll we'll end with that. Awesome. Yeah, nice. I'm de- like I'm definitely gonna listen to that album. You should. I mean, we only it. we were only like a minute into the first song, but it like it was it hit everything that I was like okay, like I'm good with this. Yeah, this is what I like. That's what I was saying to you, my friend uh, Brian Carl. Hey, what's up, buddy? He Brian, uh, introduced me to my Morning Jacket that DVD. We watched one day just on yeah, it was awesome. Right, and uh, I'd never heard them at all, and I sat there for an hour and whatever forty minutes, and I fell in love with the band. So it, yeah, it's always amazing when. Uh, when you can watch a DVD like never having seen a band before right. you just watch one of their live shows and you're like oh yeah I'm into this <laughs> yeah. and you go down the whole rabbit hole and listen to every album I, they ever made that's exactly what yeah. happened so um, alright I'm going to get into a topic in a second. I watched the documentary Citizen Four, the Edward Snowden thing, which I think we played the trailer on this episode. I, yes. I had a couple of just quick thoughts about it because I know you two haven't seen it yet, which is fine, but yep. I just want to make a couple of points about it. And then I want to contrast it with a clip I saw of Obama this week that really annoyed me, Okay, uh, especially in light of what is revealed in Citizen Four. Which mm. Can I, you send it to me? The documentary? Yeah. I don't want to get into that, but yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can send it to you. Right. Um Joey, yes. last week I, I took you to task, I feel like, a little bit. Okay. But I feel like the Samsonites came to your defense. I think people like you. I, I love you. I you hope know so. that. I think people enjoy you on the show. We got a tweet right after the live stream. And somebody's like, if you get rid of Joey, it's going to ruin the whole show. Like, yeah, I'm thank not, you. Joey's not going anywhere. Relax. No, he's not. He's fine. Look yeah. at him. He's a lovable adorable sweetie pie. dude i love him like, yeah. oh there it is you see yeah. it sent a shockwave through him um so we we talked about it yes you have topics for this week correct yes what, i do what can you just give me a, a brief overview of what the topics are that you've brought to the show give you a little time to to think about it drones 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 okay and the second topic is mighty muffin power rangers okay so we'll see that sounds uh tenuous hit or miss but we'll see what happens i'm mm-hmm. gonna give you credit and we'll see what happens all right all right so this documentary citizen four that i watched which i'm sure is available on hbo go and it's probably still running on hbo uh again it's about edward snowden and laura poitras who's the director of this uh documentary she won best documentary at the oscars for this for her work oh awesome mm-hmm. uh yeah which is great it shines a light on it and we're gonna get into some other uh like less serious oscar stuff in a little <laughs> bit but uh anyway so she won best documentary uh, and she definitely deserved it. I watched it. Uh, I think it premiered Monday night. Basically, she gets uh, contacted by somebody with the codename Citizen Four, which mm-hmm. you later obviously find out is Edward Snowden in 2011. Again in 2012. And then they meet up in Hong Kong, and she is there in the hotel room filming as he is revealing the information to the journalist Glenn Greenwald and another guy from The Guardian, I can't remember his name right now, but mm-hmm. it's gripping because you're watching it in real time as he's revealing this stuff, the way that the U.S. media is res- responding to it and kind of his thought process through the whole thing and how difficult it was for him to to get there. Mm-hmm. What I think is interesting about the documentary is for people that might be against whistleblowers or, or or thinks that the government needs to keep certain things private what you get from this is this guy is not doing it for his own benefit. gain or his own benefit he's doing it because he thinks it's the right thing to do mm. and he's clearly a genuine person there's there's as you watch the documentary you go this guy's legit he, oh, really? he really believes what he's saying okay uh and and that's critical i think for people that might be opponents to it i will say this it's hard for me to look at all the stuff that's going on politically in the world. When you, sh- when you watch this documentary and you fully understand the 
magnitude of the domestic spying program of the surveillance of the lack of privacy that we truly have it's impossible to look at the other stuff and not see it as trivial because sure snowden in the documentary hammers home the idea that this surveillance state essentially that has been put into place mm-hmm. is not compatible we we are not going to be able to do anything at this point to fight this power that has been put into place under our noses through the patriot act after 9-11 it's staggering it's makes me mad it makes me fearful it's it's an extremely powerful documentary and and we don't have to keep getting into it because you guys haven't seen it but i urge everybody that's listening go check it out because i think it'll give you um it'll give you pause and it'll make you think about really what's going on in the government and how things work and and how little control we really have over what is essentially a dwindling democracy because of this type of stuff. So it's an incredible documentary. You should definitely check it out. And just from a purely entertainment point of view, it's, it's very entertaining. You're on the edge of your seat waiting to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, What's, What's going on with him currently? I haven't Snowden, been he's in yet. Russia right now. He got oh, a, he's in Russia now? He, he, yeah, they get into it in the documentary. Oh, okay. He got stuck at the Moscow airport. He was trying to go to Ecuador. Yep. Turns out he's ended up staying in Russia. They granted him a year asylum okay. in Russia, which has to be... So he went Iceland to Russia, right? Uh, he was in Hong Kong to Moscow. Didn't he go? Oh no! They he were was discussing just whether to yeah, get it in Iceland. Yeah. Right, they right. were waiting yeah, to yeah. try to get him to Iceland. It didn't happen. Uh, yeah. Julian Assange actually of WikiLeaks was trying to set up a private plane. Yeah, to get him to yeah, Iceland, that was the whole thing. Which yeah. is in there. Assange yeah. is in the documentary. Oh, it's really? a really comprehensive. Documentary. So this was so they like just cut this not too long ago. Then like they shot yeah. it and got it together and put yes. it out, and yep. they won an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's pretty fucking impressive. Incredibly impressive, and it's, like, it's well deserved. Who's the production crew on it? Do you know like who made it? Uh, I don't remember, but you know the direct. Yeah, Laura Poitras is director so it's whatever her crew is right uh but it's great uh shit where was i going with that well in any event so yeah he's in he's in russia and he's working for some kind of computer firm i guess okay over there so but we'll see what happens because his visa or his asylum is up at the end of a year so that's got to be coming up pretty soon i would think so he just lives like a normal citizen there yeah Yeah, and his girlfriend met up with him there his girlfriend's with him so he's living a life there which is great yeah it's awesome but in the documentary he makes it clear he's like whatever happens to me happens to me he's like i'm not he's like i'm willing to be the sacrifice so people will a know about this and b potentially do what i'm doing because i think it it needs to be done so So. if he gets extradited i'm assuming that's what it is back to america what he's gonna have like a death sentence probably right not a death sentence but he'll be in jail for the rest of his life yeah comes back which he shouldn't be the guy's a fucking hero and it pisses me off when he's portrayed in the media or by people who are being ignorant about it that he's some kind of uh terrorist himself or that he's anti-american it's quite the opposite the guy's willing to sacrifice his entire life for democracy which yeah kind of what we were founded on 100 yes. percent. yes he's willing to give up everything it's weird for that liberty. we're going back to 1776 but you know i guess it is what it is well we're working backwards towards uh, a monarchy that's really what what is the reality that's you have a, you have moneyed interests and mm-hmm. a, a powerful state that you know cannot really be opposed at a certain point because they control the legislature so yeah yeah. uh okay so you guys should definitely check out citizen four a thing that obama said this week really annoyed me especially in light of this documentary so i'm just going to play this clip of obama it's like 40 seconds and then we'll uh you'll understand why it annoyed me and we'll get into it it's loading right now i think to everybody not just the immigrant community but the country as a whole Why are you staying at home? Why are you not participating? 
if, 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 if you, you know, there, there are war-torn countries, people full of poverty, who still voted 60, 70 percent. The, one the ones he's flying drones over, right? If yeah, you're exactly. in the United States of America, we voted at 60 percent, 70 percent. It would transform our politics. Our Congress would be completely different. We would have already passed comprehensive immigration reform. Uh, gotcha. I want to be first on record to say that is not true. What, that Congress would be completely different? Yes. Uh, absolutely. That infuriates me. Here's the thing. People are staying out of elections and staying out of politics because they know that the government is not running for them. It's not for our purposes. It's for the massive NSA surveillance state. It's mm -hmm. for the wealthy interests. It's for the Koch brothers. Yep. It's nonsense that he would go and chastise people. People are rightly staying out of the political yeah, no spectrum. No shit. Who, the, who are we going to vote for? Well, right. We'll like put up a good candidate who I, actually has maybe even a chance of winning it outside of the big four or big three power candidates that run every fucking year. Yeah. Like, dude, Give me a break. Right. The reason what? why, right. I think a big part of it is that, you know, they're keeping, like, to a sense, they're keeping the people who are out of it ignorant to what's happening. They don't want the people to be informed. And I'm one of these people. I don't know who to vote for because I don't understand a lot that's happening. Right. Well, and it's it's just, it's overwhelming. And then I'm going to vote for somebody randomly. No, then I'm going to pick, and then people are going to chastise me and say, I'm an yeah, idiot. Uh, of course. But there's not enough information out there. Oh, there is, there's totes out there. But no, there's fucking a thousand, like, thousand page articles about bullshit that I don't understand. Yeah. Right. And now, they, again, they're keeping the people, the general public, purposely ignorant. And now they, and then fucking Obama is the guy doing it. And now I'm fucking getting chastised by him for being dumb. You yeah. know, like, oh, like absolutely. I mean, it's a great point. And part of the, to your point about keeping people ignorant, that's, that's true because we just talked about a research business that's getting that. paid a yeah. million dollars to lie to yeah. the public, to skew public opinion. Yeah. So, right. People get confused. They don't know who to vote for. And on top of that, we're talking about. He he's so you said the thing about Congress yeah. that Congress would be completely changed if everybody voted. That's fucking nonsense. Congress won't be changed because to become a congressperson you need millions of dollars that is getting pumped into the system mm -hmm. by corporations, multinationals, very wealthy interest, and it's not nothing is being done in the name of the people. That is a fallacy. This is not a democracy anymore in the strictest sense of it because you have two candidates that are going to run against each other in 2016 that are both representing the same business interest yes mm -hmm. period so until we have a system that takes corporate money out of the system and allows for uh multiple parties five six seven different parties that have to work together to actually make consensus we're never going to have a democracy that that's the reality i completely and, and it fucking it fury infuriates me Not because to of the jump the gun. Are you going to talk about uh, what Rudy Giuliani said at all today? Or uh, I didn't hear about it. What, what oh. did he say? Oh, look it up, man. It's um, basically <laughs> he was he was on um, he was being interviewed on something uh, promoting Scott Walker running. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, uh, and he 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 just bashed Obama, and then he went on like Fox News that night and said even like more. Yeah. I, oh, it. yeah. You know what? I think I did see something that he said. I kind of tune him out because it's like, it, you know, that it's just purely political rhetoric. He's not yeah, trying oh, to make absolutely. a difference at this point. So and fuck you. If you're but, representing Scott Walker, you're fucking. Yeah, idiot. absolutely. Right. A guy who's a union buster and, and, and won't go on the record to say whether he believes evolution is real. That's a, right. That's a yeah. legitimately a position. So I, that, that's a person we want. I, I just want to say in response to Woody Giuliani. Uh, Giuliani, yeah. 
if I were him and I went back to 2011 and did that fantastic job with 9-11, well, but, but, afterwards, but, go ahead, go ahead. I would have stayed out of the public eye, not get involved with the Republican charade of Sarah Palin and everything, right. kept quiet, did my job, and I would have ran in 2016. That's what I would have done okay. if I were him. Yeah, okay. absolutely. I will say this. Yeah, he did a good job on 9-11, but what was he supposed to do? Fucking go tuck his tail and hide. Any mayor of New York would have done a nice job. Yeah. With, I mean, what are you going to do? I, you know? And I mean, the, but just he like did a good job. the sympathetic angle to that and the support, like you're gonna, yeah. like, I mean, granted, and in the world we live in, I'm sure there would have been a person who could have completely fucked it up. Yes. yes. But you're in a pretty good place when you're the mayor of a city who was just fucking had the biggest terrorist attack ever happened to it. Uh, like yeah. you know what i mean like you totally, got that yes. angle so. yes you have the benefit of the doubt for a year easy Absolute, after that for so, a, yeah you know you maybe even well still 11 doesn't seem that long ago still no right yeah. so it's yeah yeah no I, I totally hear you but just to put a bow on this thing it, like w- please watch citizen four and then think about when you have uh, obama up there and obama's just the president now but a lot of presidents could have said this and and mm. it's the same thing they're telling us that we're wrong for not trusting them when they've done nothing to deserve that trust and on top of that are violating that trust every day by eroding our privacy and taking away our essential liberty and essentially not giving us a chance to understand what's going on politically like joe said mm-hmm. and actually participate in a real democracy so Go fuck yourself. Don't sit up there and tell me I need to go vote. And by the way, I did vote. I voted for the Green Party. I'm not interested in voting for the two major parties because they're not representing me and they're going to continue to and just not. represent the the wealthy interest. So that so that's the end of that story. So that really pisses me off. Mm-hmm. You, you got any final thoughts on that, Joey? Or I, we're, we're good on that. You said a fantastic. All right. Thank you. That really that really pissed me off. But anyway, okay. We're like a half hour into the episode. Take a breath. Very hot in this uh, this blazer. Yeah, these lights, man. They're they're warm. Uh, but yeah, you run hot anyway. So I really do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my girlfriend calls me the human furnace, really? <laughs> which isn't a great nickname, I guess. But no, but but it's true. Okay. Um, here's what we're gonna do. Okay. We're gonna get a little lighter here. Uh, this is something that annoyed me. And I think it kind of ties into what we've been talking about over the last few weeks of microaggressions and bullying mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and America just being an offended culture. Um. Sean Penn was at the Oscars. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. The, I, I want to bring it up because just the reaction to it is is insane. I don't understand what, what's happening. No, it's a, it's a reaction to react. Yeah, that's, of course. That's right. all it is. Sha- uh, I, have, I have the clip of it. We're just going to play it. Okay. Sean Penn caught a lot of bullshit um, for this comment that he made when uh, Birdman won the Oscar for Best Picture. It's directed by Alejandro Inarritu, who's a Mexican uh, of Mexican descent. He's mm-hmm. the director. And... Uh, I'm just going to play the clip and then we'll just get into all the nonsense about it. The Oscar goes to... Oh, yeah, it's not a... Sorry, it's just audio. It's not a video, but somebody... It's fine. (laughs) Sean Penn knows how to milk crap. Who gave this son of a bitch's green card? Birdman. (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) uh, he says that, Mm -hmm. which... Okay, if anything you're going to say about it, maybe he didn't need to, like, steal the guy's moment a little bit. No, it's mm. not It's not 
a Kanye West Taylor Swift thing to bring her no. back into the fold no. since it's the 20th episode. Nice. Um, anyway. Oh, yeah. Didn't you want to say something about that? Oh, yes, I did. Uh, that current episode, please go back and watch it. So we What can... episode, Joey? Taylor Swift Capitalist Pig? Episode six. I think it's five or six. Yeah. Five or six. We're almost at 10,000 10, uh, listens on that, so we'd love it if you guys would go back and, and get us over that. And I just want to say it's over 9,000. Wow. Okay. It's a reference. What was that, Joey? Joe got it. I did get it. It was from Dragon Ball Z. Oh, done Jesus, and done. I don't, even, I don't even know what that means. Great. Okay. Okay. Well, now I, it's a power level thing. Don't worry about it. All right. Okay. Great. Now <laughs> I forgot what to. we were talking about. We were talking about the, um, Sean, the Penn. Sean Penn thing. Oh, the Sean Penn thing. Um, yeah, I guess it just wasn't a good joke. You know what I mean? Like, if he... Do the do the presenters stay on the stage while um, yes. while the person accepts the award? Yeah, they hugged. Yeah. They're, oh, okay. they're, they're probably friends. friends. Maybe, yeah. They're friends. They're like best friends. But 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 maybe make the joke after he gets up there, like just like casually, be like who, like after you guys hug, yeah, be yeah, like yeah, who yeah. gave this son of a bitch? Because I'm telling you, I didn't see the clip. I don't watch the Oscars. I, I didn't watch it either. I mean, I well, in a, in his acceptance speech, he made a green card joke too. Yeah, well, I'm he gonna get, I'm gonna get it. Okay, yeah. all right, jump hold the gun. On. Sorry, hold on, hold on. It's okay. Um, so yeah, I guess because I hadn't seen it. When people told me the joke that was made, I assumed in my head that it did come after he was up on stage. They probably hugged because I heard they like hugged. They're yeah, like yeah, buddies. Yeah. Well, yeah. So like I assumed it came like after that, and he was just like, "Hey, who gave this son of a bitch his green card?" <laughs> like, real like Dangerfield like. Right. And that and that's how I heard it in my head. And so I guess it probably would have been better to do that. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess, but... The second um, I heard that, I knew fucking the internet was going to explode. Well, then they did, and there was a yeah. lot of people being like, oh, Sean Penn, racist, whatever. Yeah. I want to I just read this quote. This is the director, Alejandro Inarritu. This is what he said when asked about it after the Oscars. He goes, I found it hilarious. Sean and I had that kind of brutal relationship where only true friends can survive. When I was directing him in 21 Grams, he was always making jokes. I made a lot of very tough jokes that I will not tell you. I didn't, didn't find it offensive. I thought it was very funny. End of controversy. Yeah. They're friends. He totally understood what he was doing. Dude, there's people all over the internet being like, Sean Penn's a racist and way to like, uh, upset all the illegal immigrant. He, pro- Sean Penn, is probably definitely on the side of these people. He Absolutely. probably thinks they should all be made citizens. No, and the fact that like, uh, oh my god, yeah, these the, people, this, people were saying this ruined the entire. Oscars. Yeah, that was the headline. Are you fucking kidding me. <laughs> Sean Penn's comment might have ruined the Oscars. Yeah, it uh, ruined it. The dude the, played Harvey Milk. Yeah, like a gay ex- activist. He's exactly. And you know, and the <laughs> fact that like they're buddies. Think about the shit the four of us say to right, each other. Yeah. Of course. It's it is way worse. Right. But it's fun. We're throwing it around all Exactly. The, that's what, what he was doing. Do. That's what friends do. Of course. Look, what happened is very simple. A bunch of people from the internet took it out of context and blew it up. I don't it. even think that they were taking it yeah. out of context. context. It was context. just like yeah. they they were they it's just people wanting to be mad at something yep. and mm. something to be outraged over and if you they think well if i don't take this time when's the next one gonna happen yes. i need to that's i need to point. put my opinion out there and be offended because that's the fucking pc thing to do i hate it it drives me crazy well and i think it's yeah absolutely it drives me crazy too i think it's the type of well first of all because immigration is like hot is being debated right now sure. in congress yeah. and blah 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 but i don't even think it goes to that level it it's doesn't just, it, it's people taking it there. 
there. Well, that was pe- just an off-the-cuff joke that was like, eh, it was so-so. Probably could have been done at a better time. But, like, it is what it is. Just right. fucking let it go. Also, award ceremonies are made up of the most awkward moments ever. Of course. That's true. Yeah, yes. absolutely. It's yeah, no, you're awkward. absolutely right. The, the thing about it is, like you're saying, it's people looking at it and going, oh, I could be offended at this. They hear it. They go... They don't understand the context. They don't get that it's a joke, or they do, but they don't care. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, this is where I'm going to make our... He's not saying... He, it's clearly a joke. Like, that's the thing. It, it just boggles my mind. It's clearly a joke. And people are saying that it, it trivializes the plight of... No, it uh, does no. not. Dude it just wants best picture. Yeah. And, right. And the <laughs> fact that... And I guess, like, maybe... And I don't even want to say this. A little desensitized to comedy because of where we oh, work. Oh, well, whatever. But, but, but what but the no. fuck ever? That's what comedy is. Like, you think about all... like. And I get, like, it, it was about the stage it was on and about how big of an audience, but it just doesn't make sense. Like, and the fact that when he came out afterwards and was like, I thought it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. You, you think right. anybody on Twitter was, like, redacting their statements? Nope. No fucking No, they're going to get mad dude. at him. Yeah, they're going to be like, oh, now he's, like, you're supposed to be a, a leader, like, for your people. <laughs> right, right. Because apparently a film director is supposed to be that all of right. a sudden. Uh, dude, it, uh, it wasn't uh, even that funny, to be honest, though. No, no but it's just... It's nothing. It's just a nothing. But it's it just, was yeah. it was a Rodney Dangerfield. But ah, uh, like who let this <laughs> right. guy? You know, like that's all it was. Just fucking let it. Go. I agree. I agree. And it's um, yeah. I mean, whatever. We're beating a dead horse. But right. I mean, yeah. it, it just doesn't make any sense. It makes and me mad, Joey. Yeah, it should. It should. It should make everybody mad. It's so silly. The second the guy says it's hilarious, that's the end of it. That's all. Sean right. Penn's not trivializing the plight of Mexican Americans. No. He's just not. And you know he's not. Yeah. You know he's on your side. He's liberal. He's super liberal. All right. So that was one of the fucking dumb controversies that took place at the Oscars, which really annoyed me. I wanted to talk about it. This is another one that I didn't even know about, but I found out from in the conversation uh, yesterday. The guys were talking about it in the streets when I was producing. They were talking about it in the streets, just throwing it back and forth. Uh, this chick Zendaya. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who uh, I guess is a singer. Um, I, I don't really know who she is, but. This is so crazy. I don't even know why I want to get into it, but I I feel like we should just because mm-hmm. it's it goes back to this getting offended thing. This chick Zendaya is a singer. She's at the Oscars. I don't know why. I don't know if she had a song there or whatever. She looks great. She's got mm-hmm. she's got a nice dress on. She's very pretty. She's got her hair um, in dreadlocks. Yes. Okay. Fine. So now you hear dreadlocks. You know that there's certain connotations about them that you know people can make. You know whatever Rastafari and yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. She does not look like that, though. That's not the type of dreadlocks that she has going. This idiot, Juliana Rancic, who, by the way, I'm not a fan of. I don't know. I don't watch E! Network, whatever, but she's on Fashion Police. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Which, their whole job is to watch people walk on the red carpet. They're going to talk about their hair, their makeup, their dress, their shoes. Who are you wearing? Yeah, their whole, right. their whole right. job. So, to get sort of, they get paid to analyze what somebody looks exactly. like. Exactly. Isn't it okay. wonderful that that's a job? It's oh, yes. It's truly spectacular. That pays wildly oh uh, yeah and oh, teachers make minimum wage but that's besides me. yeah a ridiculous sum yeah so anyway so now you have this dummy that is getting paid to critique other people mm-hmm. uh and this is what she said i, I grabbed a vine of it because i couldn't really find it anywhere so wherever it comes in it comes in but this is uh if you guys are watching at home you just look up zendaya but we're watching a video right now like i feel like she she smells like patchouli oil <laughs> <laughs> or weed yeah maybe weed <laughs> Like I feel like she she smells like patchouli oil. <laughs> <laughs> or weed. So who's yeah, this girl? That okay. So you guys saw what she looks like there. Mm-hmm. She does not. The, the, what what is stupid she's about sexy. it is the comment. She's very sexy. She's very pretty. 
Those are the most beautiful dreads I have yeah. ever seen. The comment yeah. doesn't seen. make sense. I have never seen dreads that perfect. Absolutely. Like, it looks like, and I know dreads take a long time to grow. Uh, it looks like they, like, just did those yeah. for it. Like, yeah. they are fucking perfect. The comment is dumb because yeah. she doesn't look like a hippie or, like, she has patchouli she oil. She's fantastic. Weird. Okay. But she definitely we all smoke. know that that's a fucking joke. Right. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. okay. People freaked out. Zendaya freaked out about it. She released a statement uh, that's pretty long. Essentially, what she's saying in the statement is that historically, black women have had problems with people criticizing the way their hair looks because uh, not the natural hair or dreadlocks or whatever is not like the white way of doing it, you know, or the mainstream way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Fine, I get that, and th- that's valid. Sure. But she she gets really upset. Everybody on Twitter obviously gets upset about it. And this is what I really wanted to show because Juliana Rancic now had to release a, apology. a video. Uh, yeah, an apology video. I love apologies. You which put is, those hands out with excitement. I like it. Well, I just... Uh, I'll tell you in a second. Okay. <laughs> He's going to tell you in a second. All right. So we're, this is what really upset me about the whole thing. This is Juliana Rancic apologizing on national television awesome. uh, for her insensitive remark. Address something that is weighing very heavy on my heart. I want to apologize for a comment that I made on last night's Fashion Police about Zendaya's hair. Now, as you know, Fashion Police is a show that pokes fun at celebrities in good spirit, but I do understand that something I said last night did cross the line. <laughs> yeah, it crossed the line, guys. I just want everyone to know I didn't intend to hurt anybody, but I've learned it is not my intent. That matters. It's the result. So what's patchouli oil? Patchouli oil patchouli is, is it's like you rub on your dreads. Yeah, it's just like it's it smells nice. It's yeah. just like a, a okay, smell so that's typically not offensive one. And two, weed, Bob Marley joke. Well, but that's the but that is the offense that people are taking. How Zendaya took it, where it's like I show up looking, and she does look beautiful. She shows Amazing. up looking great and, and clean, and she's not a pothead. And she's she's just saying like or she doesn't she doesn't like the connotation. I, she's saying she doesn't, and she's saying there's a lot of very uh, intelligent black people that oh, have dreads and they don't course. smoke weed. But that's not why she was saying it. She was making a dumb it's remark because that's all she knows about dreadlocks. She's an idiot. Yeah, she's like, like okay. She's not saying black people are fucking just drug look addicts. Look at that no, vacant whatever. stare. She's yeah. just like worried for her job. Look right and, in yeah, their you eyes. Know she is. <laughs> and, and let's not like even get into how fucked up her hair looks right now with this like, <laughs> right, she's, one behind the ear bullshit where the other woman, what was her name? Zendaya. Zendaya. What does she do? By she's the a way? singer, I guess, and probably a model because she's really. Because she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. Yeah. So, like, yeah, whatever. Like, this unattractive lady said some dumb shit about a super hot lady. Like, it happened. Right. All right, here, let's finish this apology video. It's just absurd. I just want everyone to know I didn't intend to hurt anybody. Oh, yeah, that was the point I wanted to make. It's about the way that, like, it's not about your intention. It is about your intention a little bit. If she's intending to say, oh, look at Zendaya, this fucking black pothead. That's different than making a joke about dreadlocks offhandedly. Mm-hmm. Not saying that. Like her intention was not to 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 make it seem like this person does drugs no, or oh, black people not. love drugs. No. Like that's not what she was saying. So your intention does matter. Weed's and that's not a drug. But in the well, fact, right. no. Yeah. But, but that's what we're talking about with microaggressions like, too. Like, like where that's the, a great point, you go, you're yeah. unintending to hurt somebody's feelings, but you do anyway. Well, 
that's a little bit on the person, right? Right, and we're and then we're just going back to the whole Sean Penn thing. This right. is this is a it, reason to in the fact that we even have to go okay. to like black uh like now like she's implying all black people are drug addicts or whatever. That's so outrageous. Yeah, she wasn't intending take it that, there. but she was trying to make jokes at somebody's expense. They, yeah, but that's sure, what but she that's gets paid. Yeah. She gets paid that's to her do job. That. All right, let's finish her dumb apology and then we can move on from this. But it's just like this these apology videos are fucking delightful to watch. Because it's so sad. Like, please don't fire me. That's what it is. It is not my intent that matters. It's the result. And the result is that people are offended, including Zendaya. And that is not okay. It is okay. Therefore, It is totally okay. If she wants to apologize to Zendaya, fine. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with that. She can apologize to whoever she wants. But it is okay for people to be offended. And that's what we what has gone by the wayside in America. You can be offended by she something. She should have pulled a Natasha Leggero on this. I well, yeah, but she's got she's yeah, got no, no I balls think, like Natasha Leggero. No, I think she should have done it. It would have been like, fuck you guys. Like it was a joke, it was a one off, we moved on. We oh what about what we said about nope. fucking uh uh, Octavia, whatever. You're like, Octavia Spencer. Yeah, like, oh, her dress. But that's dumb. not what she's going to do. About who uh, any of these people all right, are. By let's the way. let's just finish with that. But anyway, you do you have the, you can be offended in America. That's the reality. I want to say to Zendaya and anyone else out there that I have hurt uh, that I am so so sincerely sorry. Are you? This really Cry. has been a learning experience for me. I've learned a lot today. And <laughs> I learned that if I didn't do this, they were going to take my money away. So yeah. I, this yeah. incident has taught I learned me to be a part of my a contract. Lot more aware that, yeah. of cliches and stereotypes, how much damage they can do, uh. and that I am responsible, as we all are, to not perpetuate them further. Ugh. I mean, I get it. I get what she's saying, but come the fuck on. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I'd like people to comment on this because it just like it's just a visceral response to it where it's like, fucking stop it. You know that this idiot was not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. Nope. She's just dumb and she's yeah, getting she's just to be dumb. Dumb. Who That's is it. this, by the way? Juliana, she's like one of the e-hosts. She's a host on Oh, e. she's just a yeah. host on yeah. 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 So, yeah, so she's not smart. No, she's just there. She's, she's just there. Just a dummy who people apparently they think she's attractive. I mean, I don't know other reason. Re- no, not at all. There's no other reason to have her on the show. No. So, all right. Jesus. Well, in any, anyway, she has so a journalism degree. Yeah, of course, has a journalism degree. Great. All right, Joey, you had something to say on that? Or? Yeah, I, I, I definitely do. Nothing upsets me what? more than when people have to give an apology like oh, that. Yeah, when it's forced. It, that's not a true apology. Which I don't think she should have to issue one at all anyway. No, of course not. She should just say, I didn't mean to hurt. If anything, she goes, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. If I did, I apologize. But that's where this ends. Not I'm not mention. doing this. She tweeted immediately after it. She tweeted like, oh, I'm so sorry. That's not what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Not good enough. For that's, no, for everybody who wants to be offended by Unbelievable. this. Unbelievable. Ridiculous. <laughs> like, it, it even sounds fake, the apology. Well, of it's course like, it's fake. Of course. So why even bother doing no, it? No, because you have to. Because or, or else you lose your job. Her corporate overlords were like, "We don't need this. No, we, we can't be making. We can't be perceived to have an opinion on anything." Let's. Yeah. yeah you no, know. we can't have an opinion on anything. We can't weigh on anything. No, we just have to be PC because that's the way it's TV done. is done now. Right. Or because corporations will lose ads. They can't risk. Losing the Clearasell commercial, no, or losing the Kia are car you commercial. Kidding you know, me? Like, if you lose money from one of those companies, you are out. Yeah. so fast. Yep, because uh, there's not enough. But there's that's n- why we have Chesterfield cigarettes money. because they don't. Listen, they let us kind done. of speak freely. They do. Thank you, Chesterfield. Uh, we we love it, and uh, that's why they're a sponsor. Of ours. We would never let uh, a company that didn't let us 
perform our freedom of speech. No, I love him. Chesterfield, we thank you so much for everything. I'm looking into the camera for it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been great. It's been a great run, and uh, I look forward to future episodes. Absolutely. Nice. All right, so that's basically it for me. Just a tiny little mention I want to make. Eddie Ray Routh, the guy that uh, killed Chris Kyle, was sentenced to life in prison without parole. Hey! So there you go. Uh, all right, so that's basically it. I uh, disagree with it. Yeah, you we, disagree we with what? It. With uh, he shouldn't have been sentenced for life. Why? Because he's a mentally ill person. He's not no, fucking okay. mentally ill. No, he, he was is. planted by the government to kill Chris <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> oh, if, uh, if anybody uh, doesn't oh. see that, then you're out of your Hashtag fucking MSP mind. conspiracy. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ! All right, so that's basically it. Andy's very passionate about that. Um, deep inside the Samson. If we get to <laughs> yeah. deep, deep inside Man Sam's hole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, that's just for Molly. It's okay. Oh, my oh. God. If we uh, have time at the end, we're going to get into the Ronda Rousey thing, but I'm basically done. Uh, Andy, if you want to get to anything, Joey, if you want to get to anything, then let's do it. I'll defer to Joey. I'm okay. excited about his two stories. Yeah, okay. My, drones, 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 drones. Yep. So recently, there have been sightings of drones in Paris, France. Okay. 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 Side of the Charlie Hebdo uh, terrorist attack? Yes. Yep. And, and, Episode and th- they're saying that people are paying more attention in France because of that terrorist attack. Right. So there's been sightings of drones o- at night over the uh, De La Concorde, the U.S. Embassy, the Eiffel Tower, and two of the city's bridges. Which, okay. let's just all agree, is terrifying. Yes, Not for us, but for people To there. just have random to drones. To have random over, drones yeah. when you, when this past two years have made us very aware what drones are capable of, that's a very scary thing. Totally, and especially when you, again, now we live in a, a post-Edward Snowden world, they're surveying everything yep. so you better be aware that if there's a drone somebody's watching you mm-hmm. i mean as if they're not already but gotcha now the interesting thing about that is a government official from france is taking the exact opposite position that you are okay uh B- being that it's not good because of privacy concerns this guy's saying it's important no no, no. what he's saying is there's nothing to worry about yeah of course but Stephen lel foy there's no need to worry. <laughs> Good luck Googling that. But we should be vigilant. <laughs> it's a subject taken very seriously. Then there was another Paris correspondent who Scarfield gave analysis of the drones that were seen. Right. And he said that these drones are small, okay. so they have no threat. They cannot... Threat in terms of weaponry, weaponry or something like yeah. that. They're, they're not big enough to carry any payload ex- uh, explosives. Right. And any camera that these would be equipped with is not good to see anything, and you would be better off looking online to find the real structure integrity integrity of right, right, right. things being looked at. Well, but oh, so, okay. Good. Oh, are we just going to gloss over the no, fact that he said there's no cameras that could see anything on a drone? Are you kidding me? Right, that can't be Do true. You, there's no way that's possible. with <laughs> Because I, and again, this isn't, I don't know, I guess it's conspiracy, kind of. I believe that w- all the technology we're all privy to, mm-hmm. I believe they have 10 times 10 that years behind. in the government. Totally. Yeah. It, it, that is That has to be true. And great, that probably protects us a lot, but... That's going to be the, 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 the idea, excuse. The anyway. idea that these... How big are the drones, did they say? Yeah, well, who's... So yeah. they don't know who's producing these drones. Right, they don't the, know where the, they're these last from. drones for the last two nights, nobody knows where they're coming from. Okay, so... 
why wasn't that mentioned right off the top? <laughs> why <laughs> there, isn't that the problem? Sure, we don't know where these things are coming right, from. They're Who's lying. They must those, know. those could be fucking ISIS drones. Are you kidding? But and if you think ISIS doesn't have money for drones, oh, no, then do. you're out of your fucking mind. First of all, well, but. Well, the interesting thing is, first of all, it's illegal to fly a drone in Paris during the day without authorization from the city. Right. And it's illegal 100% at night. Okay, so this guy's not worried about it, but he's saying we also don't know who's flying them. They're lying. How are you right? not worried about it? Yeah, they have to be lying. They they have to know who's flying the drones. It's crazy. Who's, where who's, and you're right. Uh, Totally, technology that we have is at least ten years behind what they they're using. Every time you kidding me? I bring think up, about a GoPro, right? Yeah. And you think about what they have that couldn't fit in, in a drone, something that can operate at a height of I don't know how it's like six thousand six thousand feet. That thing has to be. I mean, it doesn't have to be, but I imagine it is at least five to seven feet in length at the smallest. Yeah, yeah. I would, at I would, the I would smallest. say so, sure. So you can't strap gear to the bottom? Are you kidding of me? Of course you can. Right. It's insane. Right. You throw a GoPro on there. What were you going to say, Joe? I was saying, uh, every time I bring up like drones and surveillance to my dad, he always goes, yeah, but I'm not doing anything wrong. What does it matter? So That's that's the point. See, yeah. he, here's the thing. Gl- I, I don't know how to answer that. I'm glad you brought it up because that was something that came up in the uh, Snowden documentary that, that is, this is the point. A lot of people feel that way and a lot of people aren't doing things. A lot of Republicans feel that way. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think there's people on both sides that, that feel that, that way. My dad is, in fact, a Republican. I'm so sure he is, mine, yeah. yeah. Um, Basically, Rich kids, what the, <laughs> effect, uh, the effect that it causes, though, even if you're not doing something, it can cause a chilling effect on what you are searching, what you're willing yes. to talk about in public, because you know that things are being logged. You mm-hmm. know that things are being saved. You know that people are paying attention to what you're doing. Sure. And in the rare instance that even if you're not doing something and then you do do something they can go in and they can go back and find the entire backlog of your life where you go go, credit cards yeah exactly who you talk to so but on top of that it also might keep people who want to have a discussion about privacy about whatever they want to talk about Mm -hmm. they might not put it in their email they might not send that text message because or they might not google something because they know that it is being tracked and that's the effect that it can have regardless of whether you're doing something wrong or not and guess what everybody does do something you know yeah. what i mean yeah, everybody's doing something it might not be the biggest deal in the world but y- no but but there's but also the, the thought that goes with that like if i'm outside having a chesterfield after the show mm-hmm. and i get snatched up by havana government officials and they're going to take me to somewhere where like nobody's ever going to hear from me again right that could be a concern and yes. that i imagine could be the world we live in eventually it is I mean, you you think about like um, we talked about Snowden and these like other there's been a few other like journalists and people like that who have died in very mysterious incidences. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which Michael again, when you yeah, Hastings being the biggest one. Right. Like when you look at that, uh, his car exploded. It ran into a tree. It ran into a tree. And people who witnessed it said it was an explosion out of the A team. And also, <laughs> we got into this on the on yeah, an episode. and also that yeah. Sorry, say it. Okay, I love it when a plan comes together. Great. 
Anyway. I love it when a plan comes together. Yeah. So, yes. but he was saying in all these emails to all his friends and everything days before it happened, he was like, "I'm being watched. I'm right. going to go off the grid because mm-hmm. I'm going to be murdered soon." And lo and behold, that night his car explodes when it's right. Great. Well, the other thing, this guy William Binney, who is the guy that is essentially responsible for creating the apparatus that is now being used on American citizens, he worked in the NSA mm. and he created the program. We talked about this yeah. guy uh, year, on Backyard Buddies, actually. Years hey. ago. Yeah. Backyard buddies. Um, he created the program essentially that is now being used as, as the domestic spying yeah. program. And he became a whistleblower. And he was like, I did not intend for this to be used on American citizens. This is wrong. Blah, blah, blah. They've in- tried to intimidate him. They've broken into his house. They've uh, had guns drawn. Actions were taken. Yeah. They've fucked with this guy. So l- let's. All right. Whatever. No. God, you want to your story there. You want to know what my concern and what scares me shitless about this? Sure. Not uh, having any more gallon jugs of water. Yeah, besides that, <laughs> uh, between October 2014 and January 2015, drones were seen over 13 power plants in France. Hmm. See, Terrifying. so what the fuck is a drone doing over a power Surveillance? plant? Surveillance? Well, you? right, but but here's the thing. If this guy's saying, we don't know who these drones are, they're not supposed to be flying during the day or night, but mm-hmm. it, don't worry about it, then who the f- who's flying it it's either them or it's the u.s it's the nsa or whatever it is it's not probably isis it could be potentially down the road but like there's clearly something going on there they're lying yes. and you know now as you said as a good point is who's flying these drones there was another separate occurrence of drones being used by uh, al jazeera in france Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. So a news organization. Yeah. So three journalists were spotted in Bois de Bruges. <laughs> I'm area. trying to say the French name. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now, uh, the new... The, Bois de Bruges. The, the <laughs> French news organization <laughs> is not putting out <laughs> the names of the, um, the journalists. Uh-huh. So there was three of them that was picked up. One was driving the drone. Okay. One was filming the drone. Okay. And one was just watching. All right. Okay. Turns hate to out, be the guy just watching. Yeah, right? Turns out that in France, if you're caught flying a drone unauthorized, it is a maximum one, oh, min, yeah, maximum of one year in prison okay. and a fine of $85,000. Okay, so you're saying that these journalists were just bananas. dicking around with their yes. drone. They get arrested. They're in trouble. Yes. It has um, no relation. What about, drone what about like pirate drones? You can buy drones. a drone. You, you can buy a drone. No, you, you I can go you to can Google right it. now. Um, excuse me. You can go to Amazon right now. And buy a drone. Yeah, what's the different? Like they're just like uh, RC helicopters. Yeah, said, well, no. yeah, but they get more. They get progressively yeah, yeah. more. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm saying, but like the the consumer level ones are. Yeah, just, like, yeah, they're, the they're consumer hobbyist, level ones, not ones. The, not the missile strike drones. No, that, no, those that are, whatever. The, the, we're not talking about the ones that look like airplanes. You know what, Joe? No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and yeah, we're, it, you're right. We're not talking about the ones that look like airplanes that we bomb the shit out of. Uh, countries that don't deserve it with so i'm just saying and and these ones that were unidentified flying over paris Mm -hmm. i imagine they're not consumer level drones flying at six thousand feet above paris there's no fucking way no uh all right well that's an interesting one i mean keep your eye on that okay now just to find out would you be interested but can i just say actually can i just stop Uh you i'm really proud of you Uh i noticed that you got a typed up sheet there i think you're doing a good job you covered this well thank you I respect it, Joey. Okay. There's actually yeah. a ton more because I said drones, drones, drones. There's oh. only one thing about wow. drones. Wow, okay. Joey's going to hit us with the triplicate. Go. Okay. The next thing about drones is our government has been using them for surveillance. As you know, the Border Patrol. Ah, yes. Ah. Just one second. Okay. So it turns out that uh-huh. 
when they make an arrest using the drone. Does anyone want to take a guess? Do, wait, wait, wait. How do they make an arrest yes, using the drone? Meaning they spot Amer- okay. uh, illegal so people coming over the border, yes. they see them, then they make an arrest yes. based on that. They have drones that cover only 170 miles. So it's 170 miles that okay. they cover. The border is 1,993 miles. Right. Okay. Okay. So think about that for a second. So, so it's wait, a small wait, fraction. Wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you. It's like yeah. about 10%. 170 miles. That's where they can control it? Right. From? No, no, no. That's what you're saying? No, no. The border itself is 1,993 miles right. long. They only patrol. Oh, they I don't only know patrol. the reason. 170 miles. Oh. But maybe that's the most active. Right. I was going to sure, say, there's parts where the they can't, that could where be true. people trying to come over the border, they, it's it, almost impassable at certain points. Well, they end up yeah, dying going, in the desert, th- going through the mountains, uh, yeah. that's normally what it is, is right. they say like the natural wall, those mountains in Arizona and New Mexico can be a nightmare, and even out to Texas, I suppose, can be a nightmare to oh, cross. Uh, absolutely. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you have the drones. Now, when they make an arrest, how much money, somebody did the math, do you think it costs to make that one arrest? $275,000. $28,000 per arrest. Right. So, okay. is that? And, and who's paying that? Is that the yeah. federal government? Or Taxpayers. Is that, well, obviously, but I'm saying in tech, is it state or federal? Uh, at that point, it would be federal because it would be right. the Department of Homeland Security. Right. Okay. Why so, does it cost that much? Uh, there was a report... Man, well, manpower for yeah, manpower and yeah. how much the drones cost, the fuel, and when you cut it down with the analysts. Aren't they electric? Well, no. How, however, it's done. Yeah, but I, you still I don't know the batteries on the drones. Whatever, you know. yeah. Okay. So. Right. Well, that's not, I will say that's not too high a sum. Okay. Well, no. But $30,000 per Mexican. It's like, okay. Jesus. Well, for this, Let them come here. Who cares? For this program uh, in 2013. I'm, I'm cool with it, dude. I really am. Yeah, okay. That's great. In 2013, they spent six. $62.5 million on this program. Right. Is it effective? I do not believe so. I guarantee it's not, right? Right. So that's the other thing. Yeah. 170 square miles. Yeah, they're catching Maybe. no one, but they're just flying the shit around to appease people. Maybe this yeah. is practice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is practice. You're right. It is practice. Yeah. They, they, they always do that. It's always small scale things. And then they go, well, that worked here. Let's, Let's run take this. it overseas. Like they're yeah. doing Dude. it. Absolutely. They're doing it in um, Camden, New Jersey. It's can like we all oh. can we all agree? And Delaware. Can we all agree that Canada is looking nicer by the day? <laughs> Canada's <laughs> yeah. beautiful. I love Dude, it. Dude, Toronto. Vancouver. That's I might live in Vancouver. you someday, Toronto. To be honest, because it I'd love sounds wonderful up there. Yeah, yeah Canada's uh it's sort of just like a chilled out, more socialist it's America. Seattle. It's awesome. Right. Yeah. Well, right. Or like Oregon. Yeah. yeah. It's very close to Canada. And then the Stand Up Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Labs. Stand up yeah, Stand exactly. Up Toronto. Stand up BC or Labs. Labs. Yeah. And the last comment about the drones was there was a drone that crashed in california that was coming from mexico yeah. it was uh, it's a six propeller spread wings s 900 model. what did it have okay. on it bro it had six pounds of meth smart yeah very smart does anyone want to take a guess at what the street value of that six pound of meth was six pounds of meth coming from mexico would probably be four million dollars no it's not seventy five thousand dollars no less Less? Yeah. Here's the thing. Why are they? Why are the? Why are they importing? One point. One point something. It's forty-eight thousand. Why are they? Imp- Whoa. Why are they trying to bring meth into America? We're the meth. No, no, we're not. Yeah, we are. No, no we're Alaska not. Alaska is the Drugs most. Go south. No, north. no, 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 no. Everybody, listen. 
now that the, that the cartel has gotten wise to meth, they have these super labs in Mexico. Believe me, oh, dude, the county next to mine in Missouri was number one in meth production for like in the world for like three years. Wow, really? But na- yeah, Jefferson County, Missouri. But now they have. Oh, these this is just telling me how to cook meth. Yeah, yeah you don't know <laughs> that. So Stay now they that. have these super labs in Mexico where they produce it at like a Breaking Bad style level. Right, right, so, right. And now, so now it's coming from Mexico into the oh, United interesting. States. Interesting, but, but we do make meth. Oh, in America, we dude, we yeah. make. They got it from us. Right, like, we make meth. They're like the guys who work for the cartels are largely American making the meth. So it was down there. how many pounds? Six pounds. Six pounds. And it crashed? It, was a, a, it crashed yeah. because the payload was too heavy. I thought it so crashed. So Amazon going to do their deliveries? Well, they have better drones than the Mexican meth cartels. I, I mean, <laughs> well, I, no, I don't think that's Probably the same true. exact ones. The cartels if, probably yeah. have... Well, this could have been a little group. No, of course. It could something. be a little group, but if it was like the Los Zetas or something, they have more money no, look than at you, like... Name dropping. Like, yeah, the submarines didn't work, so let's go to drones. <laughs> well, and the submarines do work, by the way, because yeah, yeah, they're right. not fucking catching them anymore. But anyway... Um, I say let it go, man. <laughs> yeah, let that go. Let the drugs come in. It's fine. That's not the worst problem. I mean, not meth. I, I think that no, is No, okay, problem. we can keep meth out, but we're going to make it here anyway. So yeah. it's really what Walmart's it is. Let, let, Americans, <laughs> let Americans run the meth. It's keeping jobs in America. Support keep American that drama. Meth, meth American. American. Yeah. I think that's the title <laughs> of the episode. Yeah. Keep nice. meth American. Nicely uh, done. All right, Joey. Yes. Very nicely done Thank with you. that. Uh, I'm very proud of you. I think you're, you're back on track. Thank you. I, I try. All right. Uh, well, you got anything else there? I do, but I don't know how much you want to touch upon it. I uh, think you should talk about it. The internet blew uh, up. All right, wait, hold on. Yes. We're at an hour. Yes. This conversation ends at one hour and two minutes. So do it. And I'm dead serious. Okay, the internet freaked out about a Power Rangers fan film. It was fantastic. They took it down don't. in Demon Mall. Yeah, they so put the, it on YouTube, and when it was on YouTube, it has over five million views already. It's actually wow. really interesting. It was actually it was produced by this dude Adi Shankar. He produced uh, Dread and he uh, the movie Dread and The Gray with Liam Neeson where he punches the wolves. Oh, <laughs> great yeah. movie! And um, he also did a, a couple like a year or two ago. He did this Punisher fan film. He's like he does these like awesome, perfectly Done. executed fan like tributes to like punisher to okay. power Rangers. it was gritty power rangers with guns uh mm. i highly recommend everybody who's listening go online if you're interested in entertainment look up adi shankar's 13 rules for breaking spell it do you know how to spell his name adi adi s h a n okay k-e-r whatever 13 rules for breaking into entertainment it's fucking the most i read it before i started interning here and it like changed my life Okay, now, fantastic. All right. The thing starred two high-profile actors, James Vanderbeek, yes, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. Kate uh, Sackoff from Battlestar Galactica. Yep, she played the Pink Ranger. <laughs> Sackoff. <laughs> now, the reason I wanted to bring this <laughs> up is because Human Saban, who's worth more than $3 billion and Ten owns seconds. the rights to the Power Rangers, uh-huh. says it's copyright infringement and it should be taken down. I pose the question, is fan film copyright infringement? Done. Two minutes. All right. Great job, Joey. That is the question that is out there with the Samsonites. We're not even going to answer it. Is fan fiction copyright infringement or yes. is it just a tribute? It depends if this guy's making money off it. He's probably making money. The He's guy, not making any money. The he guy claims. who made Power Rangers, what's his name? 
I can't. Uh, it's. Uh, I don't think he made band. it. I think he owns it. Power yeah. Rangers is a Japanese property b- that they imported. He's worth three billion dollars. Three right, billion, so what the not just from Power Rangers. Yeah. No. So what, what does this guy care if people are making a fucking fan yeah, film? Sure. Well, because in 2016, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie would be coming out. I know. I heard that yesterday. Actually, I'm okay. So that's all right. So and it could be a, a defamation of of the property. Yes. In a way, because it was violent. There was a lot of gore. There was cursing, middle fingers, sex. It was. It was. It there was, was really sex. There's Power Rangers. Right, maybe we'll have to check it out. It, right. No, it was. It was, it was, it was done amazing. really, really well. All right, very good, Joey. Mm-hmm. I'm really proud of you. I think Thank you did a great job. Yeah. I think all the Samsonites probably appreciate. it. I yeah, think they can tell a sure difference between this week and last week. I think you were very well prepared. Yep. Well, thank you. I think maybe you have to wear a shirt and a tie every week. I think it just keeps you on point. Dude. So that way, I don't have to be naked. Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. I'm in shots or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I kind of like this. The the suit and tie, I, I do too. The jacket and tie. No, we're not wearing suits, by the way. You guys can obviously all no. see our legs from the wide shot. Uh, or no, I guess they can't because we're kind of no. Just they can see three. it from the GoPro oh, shot. Okay, probably. great. So, um, but yeah, I do like this. I think we all look very nice, and it's very it feels very professional sitting across the table from you, gentlemen. It definitely does. I mean, well, thank you. We undermined it a little bit because we talked about boners for five minutes at the beginning of the episode, but true. we still look sure. like dapper. But Jax. this is mandatory, Samson. Boners come up. That's yeah. right. Hey! hey, I get it. Uh, all right, guys, look, very good. We have. Do you want to get into this Ronda Rousey fight? Just yeah, a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. Um, do we want to do anything for the twentieth? Do we want to recap anything, or just say yeah, that that's it's been a great run? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I will. I will say this. I uh, kind of knew what to expect with Joey because we did backyard buddies together with the podcast. Uh, we decided to bring you in, and I think it's been a, an excellent. Addition, it's been so much fun doing this podcast with both of you guys. And Joe, of course, we love having you here as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, it's really great. I love that we've done 20 episodes. I'd love to do 20,000 more episodes. Yeah, man, uh, that's a lot. I love the way that people have um, kind of like joined the show with their comments and everything and, and supporting it. And uh, yeah, I love it. I love you guys. And I think this is uh, this is great. I really love doing this. So Yeah, man. Uh, it just, it kind of, it kind of means a lot to me that, uh, we're like three people who aren't comics and we have a show on this network and people really support it. And, um, and again, I watched before we did the show, um, Chris and Joey had backyard buddies, which was their podcast first. And I kind of came on as a third wheel to the show, not like in a, in a bad way, but you guys wanted to bring me in and it was super cool. And I watched like five episodes of it before I came in. I loved it. I love what you guys talked about, and it's uh, yeah, it's very cool that we do this together. And uh, and again, I'm looking forward to twenty thousand more episodes. So it should absolutely, be awesome. nice. Joey. I I can't say how much this means to me to be able to come here, talk about issues that are joking about erections, and touch serious <laughs> uh, topics. Yeah. So thank you everybody for following us, and twenty thousand more we go. Thank you, Joey. Perfect. Awesome. Um, all right, so that's great. Yeah, uh, let's um, yeah, let's just con- let's continue on with this uh, UFC 184. Let's do uh, it. It'd be a good way to finish up. This is a, uh, for people that don't watch the UFC, and I know we bring it up a lot, and yep. some people are confused about what the UFC is and all this stuff. This would be a great one to watch because I think people probably have a misconception about women fighters, and they think that they're super masculine or they're not as uh, effective as the male fighters, whatever. Ronda Rousey is a pound for pound great fighter in the UFC. And she's stunning. Also, yeah. oh she's great my to God. look at. She's beautiful. She's fighting, uh, Kat Zingano, who was out for a year. She had a baby. She oh. came back. She's, she's an animal. And I think oh, she yeah. could really be a problem for Ronda Rousey in this fight. Did what? she lose the baby weight? 
She, yeah, she did. <laughs> she, yeah, she she's did. ripped. She, she's yeah. really a, a legitimate threat to uh, the title. I think wow. probably the most legitimate threat that Ronda's faced so far, and I think it's going to be a, an excellent fight. Yeah. I just want to say um, one of the first podcasts I ever did, it wasn't really even a podcast. It was just me spouting off opinions about, I forget which UFC it was. It was like uh-huh. two years ago when I was in college, so way back. But uh, I, I went through and like talked about every fight, and I got down to the woman's fight, and I just skipped it and said <laughs> I didn't care. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, I feel really bad about saying that. And I really I, I love the women's fights now. Like, and that was also to be somewhat fair to me being an asshole. It was when it was very new. It right. was when yeah. there was like, oh yeah, I think they had just introduced it at that time. And I was like, uh, I'm not really into this. But uh, seeing how great fighters these women are like they could like weight class them against against a man in the UFC and I think you could still have a fight you could obviously never do that but it would be competitive Uh, no doubt about it and the the way they train just they're wonderful fighters they're amazing and I and I love watching it now and I think it's great for the UFC as a business totally well and it's it's a lot to do with Ronda Rousey she's first of all she's beautiful oh absolutely she's as intense as anybody in the sport she's legitimately uh talented and she's just come out of Come not out of nowhere, but you know what I mean. Over the yeah. last year or two, she's really just exploded onto the scene, and she's brought the you, you and know, she's it the now. women's division into the UFC. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, she's phenomenal. Um, see, I used to watch Strike Force, the Strike Force yep, cards, which where she would fight. She's great, Misha Tate. I mean, the, yeah. there's a million oh, Misha Tate. There's a million good female fighters. Love her. Uh, but yeah, Ronda Rousey's really led yeah. the yeah, charge. Kat Zingano is beast though she's and so she's good looking she's be, pretty oh yeah i don't mean it like that too. but yeah but she is a serious power puncher and could potentially knock ronda out which would be just amazing i think this is gonna be oh. a, one of the best women's fights of all time uh, this is the biggest one in my opinion oh ab- yeah so. yeah 100 and i don't want to i'm obviously i'm gonna be rooting for um for rousey but I do think this is going to be the biggest challenge she's faced so far. It's not going to be easy for her to get her on the ground. And if it's a stand-up contest, as you mentioned, that could be big trouble. I think her. the edge goes to Zingano there. Oh, on stand-up, absolutely. The thing is, though, Ronda... Not to say, sorry, Ronda can't knock people out. She can't. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was going to say, she's the type where you talk about great champions. She shows up. She's better. She's 10 times better than she was last time she yes. fought. That's so, awesome. you know, you never know the growth that Ronda Rousey's going to have. But Kat Zingano is, she's the real deal. So yes, oh, no okay, cool. fight. Yep. Uh, I wanted to just bring this up because I, I mentioned it to you before we started recording. It's really funny. Ariane Celeste, who is a uh, ring card girl, okay. who's very hot in her own right. Yeah. She, you know, she's there to look good. She's a Ariana. ring card girl, whatever. Ariane, yeah. the beautiful Ariana. Ariane. Uh, and the, yeah. <laughs> uh, Rhonda the other day made a comment. Uh-oh. About how the UFC fighters should be getting paid more than the ring girls, which that's a no, fantastic no question point. about. Absolutely. It. Okay, Ariane, some apparently, yeah, because some of them, because if you well, lo- no, if you're a lower level guy, you lose, you get paid sixteen thousand. I'm sure Ariane's making a couple hundred thousand. Well, bucks, and right? they, they, I don't even think, yeah, when you lose, you get paid very minimal. Right. And if yeah. you're a, a, a no name guy. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so okay, so Rhonda says that. Ariani comes out and says something to the effect of like, well, Rhonda's uh, always been a bully to me and, you know, she's always picking on me and blah, blah, blah in response to that. 
Ronda Rousey comes back. I love Ronda Rousey. She goes, what did I say that was a bully, that the fighters should get paid more than the ring girls? How does that make me a bully? That makes me fucking right. I'm sorry, but she wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for the fighters. She wouldn't. You think her walking in circles around two guys or two girls out there fighting for their life is worth more? Think she works harder than they do? Okay. Great response. Wow. Even better, years ago, Ronda Rousey was in the Maxim 100 with Ariane, Mm -hmm. and I guess Ronda was ranked higher on the like lower on the list you know and she goes it would have been really funny if i'd beaten ariani celeste because that would be like a triathlete coming along and beating the runners in a marathon (laughs) it's your job to show your tits i do that better than you maybe next year she's only getting older and i'm reaching my prime that sound like fighting words (laughs) well ronda rousey's the i mean and she is a fighter so yeah it's legitimately fighting i think i just fell in love all over again if you guys don't know what ronda rousey looks like Go check it out. Check out the ESPN body issue. She's so hot. Her newer Sports Illustrated ones are even better. Amazing. Mm. Uh, So anyway, I thought that was just interesting, but because she does everything. She's going to be in the Entourage movie. She's an actor. She's beautiful. She's a legitimate fighter. She's over the place right now. She's all woman. She's Wonder Woman. She's amazing. She's really great. That's Uh, a great great pick for a uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, She she could easily. I know what you're saying. Yeah. She could definitely do it. Great casting Um, job. All right. So that's basically it. Um... Yeah, I don't have great. anything else to say. Do you guys have any other uh, final closing thoughts, or are we good to wrap up the episode? No, I say uh, let's wrap it up. It's been a it's been a great run, and uh, I'm really happy. It's like SNL's 40th on a very smaller scale. <laughs> the yeah. smallest possible scale. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, thank you very much for listening. If you tuned in on Daily Motion, that's awesome. Uh, I'd encourage you guys to check it out at least if you get a chance to do it. Um, yeah, please. Full episodes will be posted on Daily Motion. If you go to dailymotion.com slash stand up New York Labs, you can see uh, all the other shows that are up. You can subscribe and then you can bookmark the live stream uh, page, which is where all the shows live stream from. If you're not into it, don't worry about it. Go on soundcloud.com slash mandatory Samson. You can uh, subscribe on there. That'd be great. Subscriptions are going way up. I love it. No, thank uh, you. you can leave a comment. You can also tweet us. I'm at Mansamp. Hey, Joe, are you putting the bottom thirds on? That'd be great. I've been. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate thank you. it. Yeah. I'm at Mansamp. Uh, this guy's at A underscore Lozy, L-O-Z-Z-I. And this one is at Joey from Jersey. Jersey with a Z. He's doing his, yeah. his patented Spirit handshake. Hands. It's very exciting. Yeah. Uh, also, Snapchat. Uh, I'm at Mansamp. You're also on there. Joey at from Joey Jersey. Jersey. Instagram at A underscore Lozy. And you can email us with any comments, questions, uh, whatever you want. Anything you want. MandatorySampson at gmail.com. Thank you to Joe Harari for producing this. We love you. you. Thank you to John Fatigate for making this all possible. Aaron Friedman for just being a cool dude. And uh, Evan sitting over here being uh, cool. Oh, actually, the light's on. He walked away. Okay. okay. I couldn't see. We're going to close the episode with a My Morning Jacket song called Run Through Live at Oconicos. And um, that's it, guys. We love you, and we will see you all next week. Mwah.